WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. Yes, I'm a fall person. Uh, it, so it, it seems like fall today, but we, we don't have a lot of news. What we do have, we have an announcement, and we have, uh, Ooh, we have space weather Ooh. from Tima Sokoff, the space weather person. We'll be doing her weekly update and awesome. ham cram session two. Yay. So our announcement, announcement. is all, 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 all in being that all starting in. August 24th, Monday, 4 p.m., the Beatles show, Beatles Forever, will be live from Studio B. Yeah, somehow he suckered me into another live <laughs> show for two hours. Somehow he managed to do that. I don't know how, but he did. Live, live radio is always fun. Just check out this show I, every d- week. Dead sure, dead sure. Come on. I love you. We're going to do the show live. I'm going to tell that Tucker we're doing it no, live. No, 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 no. Wait, now wait, now wait. What's two? Well, now, now wait. Quiet in the green room for a minute. Now wait. No. No, I put the, I asked him if we could. He yes, said, Yes, and then you come to no, me. No, 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 wait. We said, I, he said that we could do the video show live. Then I, before I responded back, I asked you, I said, do you want to do this show live? Yes. And you said, sure, why not? So. And this is how I I get hijacked into doing the show. You did not get hijacked. Bull. You did (laughs) not get hijacked into anything. Anyway, um, welcome to Ham On. I got Shanghai. Season two, year two of Ham On. Holy shit. We're in our second year of this show. Yay, cool. And it, it, it's been it's been a trip. We don't have as many ride. we don't have as many guests. We ran through our gambit of guests. Um, we'll get guests as we go, but we had everybody was here. Darlene, KD2KOW started this thing. Yes, she yeah. was she was the first guest. Marsha Ford. Long time been ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Ray, yeah. Ray KD1LRL yes. was here. Western Mass section manager. Uh, John K1UAF, the New Hampshire section manager, was here. 
John Fritzy, Eastern New York section manager, was here. Yes, yes, he was. Rhea Germain has been here a couple times, the yeah. Hudson District Director. We even had Steve Caparizzo on this show. So. Yes, we That's have. Right. Yeah. So you can, catch it all on, you can catch it all on our <coughs> podcast. But, oh, I forgot to bring up the best part what? of what? the Beatles show is that since we are live, we can take requests. Yes. So if you go to the... the, the uh, WTVR Facebook page. We already put a post up for next week. Um, our phone number is in there. You can actually call yeah. us during the show, and we'll be here, and we'll we'll take requests. Even yeah, though we have a show planned, we'll throw some requests in if we get the um, phone calls. Just for yes. bad news to let you know, the humidity is coming back. Or the... By, I believe they said... Yes, no, let me, let me have my fall weather, darn it. It's starting in tomorrow uh, uh, for Friday, Aww. and it's going to be really rainy and nasty for... Let me have my hoodie weather. Nope. Let me have my fall weather. Let the, the, the bugs go back to hell where they belong. This is okay. Okay. This is why she stays in the in, in the green room, uh, for for reasons like this. Uh, <laughs> because because of COVID nineteen, I guess they didn't plan for the WTBRPC TV didn't plan for the uh, uh, fundraiser. So it's our duty yes. as producers here at WTBRFM yes. to say. Please donate please. to WTBR PCTV. Yes. Go to the WTBRFM.com. Uh, if you see, love the station, please see, help us. You'll see a button there. It says donate. Please donate to this station to keep us on the air. Not only us, but all the other producers that are doing their shows if you love from the, home. If you're a fan and you love the station, please help our station. Or you can call the station. Um, you can send an email into the station. You can call the station um, and, and just donate. Whatever, whatever you can donate will help. We don't. We uh, usually have a fundraiser. Yes. We had one last year, but because of COVID nineteen, we don't have a fundraiser this year. Which kind of sucks. Yeah, last year so, was great. We had a great cookie, cookie one last year, and it was awesome. So please <laughs> donate. Keep yes. the station on the air. Keep the programs on the air. Keep us on the air. Yes, WTBRFM.com. There's a donate button. And she's playing with something down here. So so please donate. So so we're going to... What are we going to do here? Oh, that, the, the No Bar Cam Fest has been canceled due to... Yeah, brain fart for a sec. Due to COVID-19. Um, we're still yeah. kind of working on the east-west connection between K1FFK and the MMRA. Um, in the next week or two, MMRA, for those who don't know, is Minuteman Repeater Association Network in Thank Eastern you. Mass. Um, for those, uh, in the next week or two, we should have Tom we here, have... who is the Eastern Mass section manager. Wow. Um, we were we, we have been talking, so hopefully uh, Eastern Mass section manager meets the Western Mass section Tom, manager. Tom Tom Walsh will be here K one T W in the next week or two to tell us what's going on in East Eastern Mass. Mass section manager is going to meet the Western Mass section manager. The Eastern Ma well, the East Mass section manager already knows the Western Mass section manager. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he met me. Um, we were talking on the radio, or we were talking on the phone yesterday. And he met me at Marsh's picnic. 
I meant to make, I meant to get interviewed. Yes, and well, the, assist, the, assistant, it, the assistant section manager. Yeah, you Western suck all the fun out of it, you fun sucker. And Ray, and he already knows Ray. So we're going to go to a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to have uh, uh, Tama Sokoff. She's going to talk to us about what's new and updated in space weather. So... Mm-hmm. And I'm sending a ham on and WTBR. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. What is ham radio? It's the most fun you can have with a radio. Talk to people around the world or even orbiting the world. And you don't need a two-year contract or internet access to do it. Learn about electronics and be of service to your community. ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, has over 2,000 clubs across the country, including this one in your area. Hello, my name is Sergeant Mark Madeline with the Pittsfield Police Department. As you know, decisions we make every day can affect us for the rest of our lives. What you may not realize is that you are 23% more likely to be involved in a collision while you are texting and driving. That means texting and driving makes you 23 times more likely to cause a crash. Every day in the United States, 9 people are killed and more than 1,000 are injured as a result of a crash caused by a distracted driver. Remember, put down the phone and arrive alive. Don't text and drive. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. America's quiet warriors are the legion of ham radio operators, 700,000 of them, who are always ready for backup duty in emergencies. Amateur, unpaid, uncelebrated civilian radio operators during and after floods and fires and tornadoes, after the 911 attacks, hams were indispensable in reuniting families. Most recently it was they who expedited the search for debris after the disaster to the Space Shuttle Columbia. And right now, at this moment, they are involved in homeland security to a greater degree than you would want me to make public. Thank you, Paul Harvey. 9-11. of the story. And the rest of the story. 9-11 here at WTBRFM, it's 62 degrees. Uh, we're going to go to Tama, Tama Sokoff, who's the space space weather woman, and she's going to give us an update this week on space weather. So enjoy. And- solar cycle 25 is ramping up. We've got several solar flares and several solar storms, and one of them is Earth-directed. Those stories and more in the news this week. 
This space weather forecast is sponsored in part by Millersville University. Come get certified in broadcast space weather. Visit millersville.edu slash swen. Space weather this week is definitely keeping us on our toes as Solar Cycle 25 ramps up. As we switch to our front side sun, you can see multiple bright regions in Earth view, including region 2770 that begins to rotate off of the sun's west limb. But before it goes, it fires one of the biggest flares we've seen of this solar cycle yet. It's a C-class flare, but bam, look at that blast wave. Oh my goodness, it's just gorgeous. We haven't seen that in quite some time. Then meanwhile, if you look down in the south, you've got multiple regions down there. They are also firing off solar flares and solar storms. We got a couple B-class flares and some solar storms being launched, including this one right here on the 16th. Pow, do you see that right there? That big thing, that launched a long-duration B-class flare and a solar storm that is earthward directed. And I'll get to that uh, more about that in just a second. Meanwhile, we also have a remnant coronal hole that's going to be rotating into the Earth strike zone here in the next couple days. It will send us some fast solar wind on the heels of that earthward directed solar storm. So we might get a short period of extended storming with this one, which is good news. Now, as we switch to our far-sighted sun, this is stereo A and it's looking at the sun pretty much from the side. Look at the southern hemisphere. Do you see those two bright regions? Bam, do you see that one? Sends off that first eruption. It's pretty massive, but not earth directed. And then bam, there's the other one. That was the one that was earth directed. That one's still on its way to earth. And it's been just amazing because we've actually had a lot more activity down here in the southern hemisphere and these regions should keep us very happy over the next week as we continue watching them cross across the earth's facing sun and then after that we might get a little bit of a reprieve because it looks like the sun is a little bit more quiet after that but still it looks like it's going to be good news for aurora photographers Switching to our chronograph view, now this is the view from Earth and we're basically looking at the sun as if it were in eclipse. You can see that solar storm being launched off to the east of Earth, but look at that. It definitely is a partial halo, and because it's so incredibly bright and dense, that does mean it's moving a bit faster than these weak storms that we have seen uh, over the past couple years. And that is yet another indicator that Solar Cycle 25 is ramping up, and it sure looks like we could get clipped by this storm here in the next couple days. Switching to our solar storm prediction model, Enlil, this is NOAA's version of the model. The top panel's density, the bottom panel's velocity, and you're looking down at the sun from the North Pole with Earth being off to the right. Now you can see that solar storm as it's launched. It looks like it's going to go a bit east of Earth, but as it continues moving out, you can definitely see we could easily get hit by the western flank of this solar storm and by the size of it you can also tell it looks like a pretty dense structure. Now NOAA is expecting the impact to be late on the 19th and if so this is a reasonably fast storm. In fact it could be the the biggest storm we've seen of solar cycle 25 yet. But NOAA has not the only one. NASA has also done a run. They impact Their impact time is uh, about midday on the 20th and if it does arrive later like that then that means it's a little bit slower so it could be a weak storm so we kind of have to sit here and wonder well you know I guess it all depends upon how the traffic is from the sun to the earth right at any rate it's still good news for your aurora photographers because we could get aurora clear down to mid latitudes so definitely keep your batteries charged switching to our moon 
with the new moon coming on the 19th, we've got some good news for dark sky watchers, because even by the 22nd, the moon will still be only about 11% illuminated, so now is a great time to catch those dim objects in the sky, like, I don't know, maybe some aurora? Switching to our solar storm conditions and aurora possibilities over the coming week, we are anticipating the hit from that Earth-directed solar storm. It could hit us as early as the 19th. So at high latitudes, NOAA is expecting active to even minor storm conditions with up to about a 50% chance of a major storm. Now this will be followed by a pocket of fast solar wind, so you can see at high latitudes, we could stay at active conditions uh, easily in through the weekend before things calm down. Now mid-latitudes, NOAA is only expecting active conditions, but with up to about a 15% chance of minor storm conditions. So your aurora photographers, even at mid-latitudes, definitely stay on your toes because we could get some decent chances for aurora. Switching to our solar flare and particle radiation storm outlook over the coming week, despite the fact we've had all of this solar flare and solar storm activity, believe it or not, everything is in the green when it comes to big solar flares. We have no risk for radio blackouts right now because we're back to a spotless sun. Who would have figured that, right? But this should make GPS users on Earth's day side very happy. Your GPS reception should be very good. That is until that solar storm hits on the 19th and the 20th. But until then, things should look pretty nice. Now also we are managing to stay in the low 70s for solar flux and that's thanks to all the bright regions in Earth view. So this means uh, radio propagation on Earth's day side should also stay in the marginal range and that should um, you know, have some decent propagation again until that solar storm hits on the 19th and 20th. So be prepared for some issues, especially on Earth's night side. Now also because we are just beginning to come out of solar minimum, the cosmic ray flux is a bit higher than we'd like it to be. So you frequent flyers, and this does include air crew who fly at over 800 hours annually and fly at high latitudes and high altitudes, you are in the moderate range for radiation dose, and this does include prenatal passengers. So please take this into consideration in your flight plans. So the space weather this week is definitely keeping our attention. We have an Earth-directed solar storm that could hit us right around the 19th or into the 20th, and this is good news for your aurora photographers because this storm could be the biggest storm we've had since the beginning of this solar cycle. It looks like it could be a fun one, so definitely keep your batteries charged. Even you photographers at mid-latitude should get a chance, so we're going to be crossing our fingers there. Now also, amateur radio operators and emergency responders, well, you know, we may have a spotless sun right now, but hey, we're managing to stay in the low 70s for solar flux thanks to all the bright regions and believe it or not, a lot of the little flares that go pop, 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 pop. So if you hear static on the bands over the rest of this week, don't worry, it's not your rig. It's just the sun waking up, so enjoy. But also know that once the 19th and 20th come around and you start getting some issues with uh, propagation, that's probably due to that solar storm, especially on Earth's night side. And now for you GPS users, well, you know what? The solar flux is managing to stay pretty low, so your day-side GPS reception should be pretty good. But once that solar storm hits, it could mess things up for you if you're anywhere near Aurora on Earth's night side or near those dawn dust terminators. So to look out. I'm Tamitha the Scove, the Space Weather Woman. Thank you for watching. And we are back here on Ham On. Now, she was talking about bright side and, and on the radio. It was on radio. It's you a little, don't English very well, do you? On audience? radio, it's a little hard to do video. So it's just what the bright spots are in the sun is if you see a picture from Soho, you'll see little storms 
on the sun, the little bright spots are storms, the solar, the solar flares. That's what she is talking about, and that's what's headed to us. So, a corona mass ejection? Not, no, that's, that's a totally... Corona mass ejection is actually a piece of the sun itself. All the hiccups. That pukes up. Yeah, well, <laughs> to lack of a better term, that pukes up and, and heads towards us. Oh, okay. Um, these are just little ions and stuff from the, the sun is doing stuff now. So that's what the bright side I, is. I would be worried about the sun doing stuff now. No, we want the sun to do stuff like she said. Oh. So that, that, that that's a good thing. Yeah, so and yeah, except for when we do get the little, the little sunstorm. Because you're going to be that same person. My antennas broke it! And I'm going to be the ones that are going, it's the sunstorm. Well, well uh, now, now wait. Now, I have issues... <sighs> In with, more ways than one. With more ways than one, but I'm not gonna get too much into it today. But I, I try to. I don't understand a lot of our nets. We change times for daylight savings times and and change times at a whim. When changing a time doesn't have physical time doesn't have any relationship to what's going on you know before a lot of these nets a few of these nets got changed we had beautiful conditions we could i could hear everybody and in the world of traffic taking you got to be able to hear them we changed times for daylight savings time or whatever and now i can't hear nobody and even we run the amp at 300 watts they're barely hearing me, and I'm bare, and I'm not hearing them at all. So I, I don't understand, and I have a lot of issues with just because it's daylight savings time that we want to change times of nets. I don't get that. Anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> that does my rant. So there's the space weather. Not, um, there's not much going on in ham radio news, of course. Just a couple of silent keys. Um, so at this point, we are going to run. Uh, session two of Ham Cram, twenty eighteen. And also, I'm um, thinking about it. anybody that wishes to donate to Berkshire Humane Society, please do. They are in look in need of assistance <coughs> for the uh, small animals. That is the main. That is the main problem that they're having is small animal donations. Just to get plenty of kitty cat and. They also need uh, cat litter, and they also get plenty of dog donations. Uh, they are looking for um, pellets without seeds for the rabbits and for the guinea pigs. So rabbit and guinea pig pellets are definitely well needed. Um, bedding is well needed. Hay is well needed. I already said cat litter, mother. Time is of the essence. And if you can go, yes, green room. Just, just and if you can go ahead and donate, and if you can go ahead and donate, please go ahead and get a hold of 413-447-7878 and tell them that you have donations. Thank you. And also remember, donate to PCTV and WTVRFM to keep our shows on the air. And Hannah's show, and Larry's show, and yes. and Classic TBR, and all these other shows that are that are on the radio side, and Know Your Berkshires yes. on the on the TV side, of, and because all these shows are still running despite the uh, pandemic, we're running from yeah. home, but we are running. And so, and the guys at WTBR and girls at WTBR, sorry Jody, um, 
Yeah. Have have on. have done a lot to keep these shows on the air and keep everybody happy and and do the best they can. So yeah, yeah. WTBRFM There's a donate button. Hit that and donate whatever you can to the cause. And we will be back after Ham Cram 2018. And Welcome to Ham Cram 2018. You are about to embark on a groundbreaking journey into the world of amateur radio. This class is designed to acquire your technical class license. So sit back, enjoy the ride. Sponsored by Pittsfield Community TV. Alright, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Sean. We're going to be doing uh, it's like chapter two here. And looks like your first radio. So we're looking at a, uh, on the screen here, it's a handheld. Uh, to me, that looks like a tri-bander. Uh, so that's 2 meter, 1.25 centimeter, and 70 or 1.25 meter and 70 centimeters. Uh, those are pretty common VHF handheld bands. Um, and the top one there. So your PTT is the most common method of activating a phone transmitter. The push-to-talk function switches between receive and transmit. It's usually the biggest button on the side. PTT is activated by a single button attached to the microphone or on the side of your handheld. There are many frequencies you will want to access quickly. Storing a frequency in a memory channel is a way to enable quick access to a favorite frequency on your transceiver. Super nice for repeaters and uh, simplex frequencies that you use quite a bit. The disadvantage of a rubber duck, which is the antenna that comes with most handheld radio transceivers, is that it does not transmit or receive as effectively as a full-size antenna. They usually give you just enough to pick up uh, most VHF frequencies. If you attempt to transmit with the rubber duck antenna inside your vehicle, your signal will barely make it out of the windows. This is a good reason not to use a rubber duck inside your car. Signals can be significantly weaker than when it is outside the vehicle. For vehicle use, consider a magnetic mount antenna. It's you've vehicles, a lot, of, a lot of metal, it's pretty much a Faraday cage. If you really need more than five watts of power that comes out of your handheld, you could purchase an RF power amplifier. The RF power amplifier is a device that increases low power output from a handheld transceiver. Most modern amateur radio stations now use computers for many different functions. A few ways a computer can be used as part of an amateur radio station are as follows. For logging contacts and contact information. Super, super awesome. You can learn a lot about all kinds of different stations. Sending and or receiving CW for generating and decoding digital signals, FTA, JT65, PSK31, radio teletype, um, a lot of, it's not really, it is digital, but um, a lot of that you'll see. Frequency modulation, or FM, is a type of modulation that is most commonly used for VHF and UHF voice repeaters. FM modulation is also commonly used for VHF packet radio transmissions. The approximate bandwidth of a VHF F repeater FM phone signal is between 10 and 15 kilohertz. So if you're on, let's say, 14652, you're going to go, you know, keep in mind your signal is going to go almost all the way to 14635, or I'm sorry, <laughs> 52, so you'd be going up to 65. How wide would your FM signal be on the air? 
That's determined by the amplitude height of your modulating signal. The amplitude of the modulating signal is what determines the amount of deviation of an FM as opposed to PM signal. When the deviation of an FM transmitter is increased, its signal occupies more bandwidth. All right, pool question two. What is meant by the term PTT? It is D. What is a way to enable quick access to a favorite frequency on your transceiver? It is B. What is a disadvantage of the rubber duck antenna supplied with most handhelds? Correct. What is a good reason not to use a rubber duck inside your car? Yes. Basically, it shields it all inside, bounces right back down. What device increases the low power output from a handheld transceiver? It is B. Which type of modulation is most commonly used for VHF and UHF voice repeaters? D. What is the approximate bandwidth of a VHF repeater FM phone signal? is C. What determines the amount of deviation of an FM signal? It is C. So your voice, the amount of volume you use really, it can drive your signal. It can even push it over, uh, you know, that 10 to 15 kilohertz. So uh, gain is important. What happens when the deviation of an FM transmitter is increased? It is A. It's going to occupy more bandwidth. What type of modulation is most commonly used for VHF packet radio transmissions? Oops, I'm sorry. It is FM. How might a computer be used as part of an amateur radio station? Yes, you can do everything. You can do a lot of things with the computer now. Um, and that is the end of the slides on that one. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, we'll move on to the next chapter, which is repeaters. A repeater station is a type of amateur radio station that simultaneously transmits the signal of another station on a different channel. The uh, auxiliary repeater, or space stations, are stations that automatically transmit the signals of other amateur radio stations. So if you have a, a repeater, you have a small radio in your car or a handheld, you have it set to the proper frequencies for the repeater, you talk, it goes to the uh, repeater site on top of a tall building or a mountain, and it gets rebroadcast on a different frequency. That's why you have the uh, two sets when you program your, uh, your radio. The difference between the repeater transmit and receive frequencies describes the common meaning of the term repeater offset. That's what I was just referring to. 
Your local repeater will listen on one frequency and transmit on another. Most new radios will set this offset automatically for you, but not all of them. The most common repeater frequency offset on a 2-meter band is plus and minus 600 kilohertz. The most common repeater frequency offset on a 70-centimeter band, that's the 440 area, is plus or minus 5 megahertz. The following common problems might cause you to be able to hear but not access the repeater even when transmitting on the proper offset. Now, let's see, the repeater receiver may require an audio tone burst for access. The repeater receiver may require a CTCSS tone burst for access. The repeater receiver may require a DCS tone for access. So there's three different uh, ways of the repeater can know that you're there, it can be locked out. So uh, it started a long time ago as proprietary. But uh, the most common referred to is the CTSS, CTCSS, commonly referred to as CTSS tones. Uh, that's who you'll see the RPL tones, private line tones. That's the uh, most common in this area and uh, most common throughout the country now. But they are, they will be on the test, the uh, tone burst, the CTCSS, and the DCS tones. The the CTSS tone is what commonly referred to as a PL tone. And that opens up the uh, repeater so it knows that you're talking. Otherwise, it's blocked to help uh, keep uh, spurious signals from going out from the stronger base base station. It's the same thing as a PL tone. The terms came about, um, they were uh, copyrighted. One company had PL, one company had CTSS, and then the, um, somebody came up with a better idea for the, uh, they thought, for the DC uh, S-tones, which uh, can also activate remote equipment on, like, trucks and stuff like that. So uh, they used it for signaling. Um, but the, the most common today is the CTCSS. Uh, I just don't want to confuse you, which is commonly known as a PL tone. Uh, you may hear, like on uh, Mount Greylock, uh, the uh, 9-1 repeater, the PL tone is uh, 162.2, and that's the uh, CTCSS uh, tone frequency. Uh, just your call sign is often transmitted in place of a CQ on uh, the repeaters and on two meters. Uh, some parts of the country still use CQ, from what I've heard, uh, on the two meters, but most of the time you just uh, throw out your call sign or and your call sign and say listening or something to uh, let people know that you're there, and if somebody feels like uh, having a conversation, they'll pick up with you. But the test will say uh, th- th- what the bottom line is there. The uh, transmit in place of CQ will be your call sign. Sending your call sign using CW or phone emission are both methods of the call sign identification required for station transmitting signals. You may notice by listening to some repeaters, you'll you'll hear their um, call sign automatically on uh, uh, CW. Uh, that fast burst of, t- of uh, CW that you hear, that's the call sign being transmitted.
The CTSS tone is a subaudible tone transmitted with normal voice audio when you open the squelch of the, or to open the squelch of the receiver. This tone helps to stop interference between stations on the same frequency. And um, I don't know how many of you have monitored uh, repeaters in this area. One common area of uh, interference, or it's not interference because it's legally licensed, but uh, for the distance, is the uh, Westchester, New York, and the Schenectady repeaters. Uh, Schenectady doesn't use the PL tone, but you can hear the, so at times you can hear Westchester conversation on the Schenectady repeater. Uh, the CTSS tones are up in the upper right-hand corner in red. Uh, they're standardized from uh, 67 uh, uh, hertz up to 264.1. Uh, so as you flip through, most radios have them in their software today or their firmware. And for instance, there's a chart on the bottom there with uh, Lake George W2WCR with 100.0 uh, CTCSS tone, commonly referred to as a PL tone. The frequency coordinator is the entity that recommends the transmit receive uh, channels parameters for auxiliary repeater stations. The frequency coordinator is selected by the amateur radio operators in the local or regional area where the stations are eligible to be licensed. Okay. Thank you for joining us. And oh, this is the question time period. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. Uh, questions and answers. These are test questions that could show up. What type of amateur station simultaneously retransmits the signal of another amateur station in a different channel or channels? See, repeater station. What type of amateur radio stations can automatically retransmit the signal of another amateur radio station? B? Correct. Which of the following describe the common meaning of the term repeater offset? Correct the difference between the repeaters transmit and receive frequencies. What is the most common repeater frequency offset on the two meter band? B, plus minus 600. Some are plus, some are minus uh, because it gets crowded out there and there's a system to it where um, a certain level of frequency is plus and a certain level is minus. That's why some of the newer radios automatically decide that for you. But it is listed on the uh, repeater book or whatever repeater reference that you're using. What is the common repeater frequency offset for the 70, me uh, 70 centimeter band? A, five megahertz. Which of the following common problems might cause you to be able to hear but not access the repeater even when transmitting the proper offset? All of the above are correct. What is the term used to describe the use of a subaudible tone transmitted with the normal voice audio to open the squelch of the receiver? 
D, the CTCSS. What brief statement is often transmitted in place of CQ to indicate that you are listening on a repeater? Your call sign. Which of the following, uh, which of the following entities recommend the transmit receive channels and other parameters for auxiliary and repeater stations? The frequency coordinator. Who selects the frequency coordinator? That would be C, the amateur radio community, basically. The amateur radio operators in the local area. That's kind of a tricky. You always think the, go the government does it, but. What method of call sign identification is required for station transmitting phone signals? That would be B, using CW or phone emission. Emergency. Below are a few ways to describe the radio amateur civil emergency service are RACES. A radio service using amateur radio frequencies management or civil defense communications. A radio service using amateur stations for emergency management or these uh, civil defense communications. An emergency service using amateur radio operators certified by the civil defense organization as being enrolled in the organization. The difference between RACES and ARIES, RACES you need to be certified and ARIES you need to be registered. Key words here are the civil defense. You must register to take part in RACES. Or, so just think of the R, RACES, R, register. The amateur radio service ARIES that they just referred to licensed amateurs who have voluntarily, voluntarily registered their equipment and are willing to use it uh, in the duty of public service. ARIES service is not as formal as RACES in Mars and is often a local service of non-government organizations. So, test question. So what do RACES and ARIES have in common? Both organizations may provide communications during emergencies. The FCC rules always apply when operating the emergency station, or your amateur station. You are bound by FCC rules, so you're operating under the local ARIES or RACES group does not interfere with obeying the FCC rules. One thing to keep in mind, when do FCC rules apply? Always. The FCC rules always apply when operating your amateur radio station. You are bound by the FCC rules, so just operating under your local areas of RACES group does not relieve you from the responsibility of obeying FCC rules. If you have checked in, in if you have checked in during an emergency traffic net, uh, net be sure you remain on frequency without transmitting until asked to do so by the net control station. Check in just once and don't transmit again until you're recognized. The, uh, that is on the question. Or that is a test question. So you 
check in, tell everybody you're there, and wait for them to, to, to tell you to do something. An accepted practice to get immediate attention in the net control station when you're operating an emergency is begin your transmission and saying priority or emergency, followed by your call sign. Just make sure your communication is priority or emergency. Radiogram. The term check in a formal traffic message is the count of the number of words or word equivalents in the text portion of the message. To ensure the voice message traffic containing proper names and unusual words are copied correctly by the receiving station, such words and terms should be specified and spelled out using standard phonetic alphabet. Practice makes perfect and character, characteristic of good emergency traffic handling are passing emergency messages exactly as received. What you see up there in red is right from the test questions. Or is the answer, for, is the answer to the questions. Only if necessary in station involving immediate safety of human life or protection of property are amateur radio operators ever permitted to operate outside the frequency privileges of their class. The question pool for under emergency. Okay. The port of our emergencies, remember Puerto Rico. Nothing went out of Puerto Rico because they had no power. The only thing going out were amateur radio messages coming out of Puerto Rico, going into Puerto Rico, health and welfare messages. Vitally important in this hobby. Sometimes it is only us that can. Um, get these messages through. Um, as you'll see, we'll try it at 1 o'clock. We have a traffic net on the 146.910. Um, I actually do have a piece of traffic that I'm going to try to get out today if we can get out with it. But um, as part of the hobby, always try to, and I, I, have, I can schedule somebody myself or the actual section uh, traffic manager for New York to come and do a NTS traffic handling um, program, you know, if you get into the No Bark Club or you get down to the Army Clubs, we can do that. Thanks. Go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. Okay. Test questions. Which of the following is an accepted practice to get the immediate attention of the net control station when reporting an emergency? Begin with your transmission with priority or emergency following your call sign. That was a tough one for me because I came in the old days of Mayday, but it's now emergency. Which of the following is an accepted practice for an amateur operator who has checked into an emergency traffic net? C. Remain, check in and remain on the frequency until you're told otherwise. When the FCC rules, you know, when do the FCC rules not apply to the operation of an amateur radio station? D. D. FCC rules always apply. Which of the following describes the Radio Amateur Civil Emergency Service or RACES? D. All of the above. 
And remember, this RACES is, is certified and ARIES is registered. Okay, there's there. I think I just answered that question for you. Licensed amateurs who have voluntarily registered their uh, qualifications and equipment for co communications duty in the public service is ARIES. What do RACES and ARIES have in common? D, both organizations may provide communi communications during emergencies. Are amateur radio station control operators ever permitted to operate outside the frequency privileges of their class? Yes, in a bona fide emergency in protection of human life or property. What is the preamble in a formal traffic message? D, the information needed to track the message as it passes through the amateur radio traffic handling system. Which of the following is a characteristic of good emergency traffic handling? Passing it exactly as it is received, word for word, number for number. Because you never know what the originator had in mind. What should be done to ensure the voice message traffic containing proper names and unusual words are copied? At spelled using standard phonetic alphabet. What is meant by the term check in reference to a formal traffic message? A, the number of words or words equivalent in the message. That way you know if you missed something and didn't get it word for word. Okay, thank you for joining us, and uh, see you next time. Hey, we're back on Ham On. That was uh, session two. She was over here while that was going on and answering all the questions. Because I've heard you go ahead and pass traffic so much. I already knew the questions for the traffic portion of the show. And if any of the listeners... And the funniest thing is I, can, I could actually pass traffic. And, if any of the and I have. <laughs> Using Dad's call sign. I, I put in traffic for the, uh, the trivia net. It's 9.50 a.m. in Pittsfield. Any, any listeners that are interested in taking their amateur radio... Uh, class. They want to do an amateur radio class. I can, we can always do it on Zoom. Um, we can bring the slides up on Zoom, so the pandemic won't stop us. Uh, in fact, in fact, we had no. They had. We actually did a VE session. Um, Will, who's the VE coordinator for No Bark, we had a VE session. I think last Saturday. Cool. Um, and you know, we had to do it by one one person at a time. So we had one in, and they got to general awesome. from zero to general so nice yeah if you want to if you want to get in on the classes i mean we're still going to we're going to run these classes um i'd like to before i get in going further thank the pctv we yes. used their studio k back in 2018 yes we did to do the ham cram classes which led to well, yes you guys did i was home babysitting pets yeah which led to <laughs> all of this 
But that was uh, Sean K2NEL in the beginning and AG1W Ron who were, who were teaching the class. So thanks to them. Um, but if you want to get in on a class, we can always set a class up on Zoom. Just email me at kd2jkv at arrl.net. We're going to go to the break, and we will be back. You're listening to Ham On on WTBR-FM. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Wonder what happened to those great local PCTV channels? Did you lose them? No worries, they're still there. Go to cable channels 1301, 1302, and 1303 to watch the best local content on television. News and information, sports and entertainment, city council, school committee, July 4th parade, it's all there waiting for you. Pittsfield Community Television. For over 30 years, we are still your local television. Well, hello! Hi! Wow, you are looking fabulous! Is that a Gucci handbag? And your shoes are gorgeous. They're Italian leather. The skirt is Chanel, and I treated myself to this Tiffany bracelet, too. Did you get a raise? I wish. No, I got all this and more at Catwalk Boutique. Catwalk Boutique? That's right. I got the Gucci handbag and Chanel skirt at the Great Barrington location, and the Tiffany bracelet at the Lennox store. Well, you have to tell me about Catwalk Boutique. You will love it. It's an upscale resale shop for women. They have something for every Everyone from casual to designer and everything in the shop is donated. Best of all, 100% of the proceeds benefit Berkshire Humane Society. <laughs> I think Mitzi approves. I have to check it out. I'm headed there now. Want to join? The shop is dog friendly so Mitzi can come too. Oh, oh absolutely. Catwalk Boutique. The more you shop, the more animals you save. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and at catwalkboutique.org. Have you ever dreamed of being a radio DJ, spinning your favorite vinyl CDs and MP3s? Have you ever wanted to share conversations with interesting guests with the community? Then the WTBR-FM Programming Committee wants to hear from you. We are now accepting proposals for new programs. For more information, visit WTBRFM.com or call 445-4234. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal Credit Union with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair, one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people they support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. PCTV and WTBR are committed to serving our community in this difficult time. We will bring you live coverage of press conferences and official statements from our government officials on PCTV CityLink Channel 1303, on the Pittsfield Community Television Facebook page, and on WTBR as they happen and as we are able to do so. Please stay tuned to our channels and our social media for updates on press conferences and other important information pertaining to the ongoing pandemic.
honored if you would join us. W-T-B-R. Thank you, Doc. And we're back on Ham On. For the uh, last four minutes of the show, just, just a reminder, the net times for the Western Mass Traffic Net is 1 p.m. and 4.30 p.m. on the K1FFK Mount Greylock machine. Except you're not doing a 146.910 with a PL tone of 162.2. And we have Echolink available, so you can feel free to check in on Echolink. Chickens. Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 p.m. Also on K1FFK, we are hooked up to the Minuteman Repeater Network for the Heavy Hitters Traffic Net. Yes. That takes place at 10 p.m., so you can also catch us there. And starting Monday, August 24th, we got to plug our other show. Since we're the only ones that have... We want the news, not the weather. Stop Since depending on me. Apparently, we're the only ones that have two shows on the air at the moment. So, yes. Uh, the Beatles Forever will be going live. So, God <laughs> knows God knows what's going to happen now that we're live. So, <laughs> 4 to 6 p.m. Monday on WTBR-FM. You can Mesh. catch the Beatles Forever with me and you. <laughs> me and you. And a cast of, and the other cast of idiots behind us. Uh, for, <laughs> for a live, he just now caught on. Wow. For live Beatles forever, I want to thank Matt Tucker, Sean Sear, Bob Heck, Jody Spielman. Did I forget anybody? Bob Heck, I did that. David Poor Wyatt. David Wyatt. Jeff Facillo, oh. and everybody at PCTV and WTBR for keeping these shows on the air. Yes. Please donate. WTBRFM.com. There is a donate button. Yes. And, donate, and, donate, and even if you're even if you're listening to us on the podcast, you can always donate to WTBRFM. I love you, but when you get excited, I'm, I need a spit shield. Six feet apart in the studio. Even at six feet apart. I want the news, not the weather. So next week, if we don't have uh, Tom here, we will do session three. Of Ham Cram 2018, and once again, yeah. if anybody wants to get in and do, we can do a class on Zoom. So if anybody wants to get in on, on doing a, a Ham Cram class on Zoom, drop me an email: kd2jkv as kilo delta two mm-hmm. juliet kilo victor at arrl net. And real quick, in the last minute, I looked at the. on Anchor who hosts our podcast. Yeah. Out of a hundred percent of the, our listeners, yeah, fifty percent of them are in France. Oh, nice! And the other fifty percent are in the U.S. So if you're in France listening bonjour. on the podcast, bonjour. Drop me an email. Let me know you're listening on podcast at Kilo Delta Two Julia yeah, Kilo Victor at Gmail dot com. We have about thirty seconds to say goodbye. That was it. Bye. We can go and recover. <laughs> so on behalf of Peter and Jesse, this has been Ham On on WTBR-FM. 73 to all. 73. And we will talk to you all next week.